You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On November 11th, join us for Benzinga's 7th Annual FinTech Awards. It's going to be a day full of networking, deal-making, and recognition of incredible achievements that you won't want to miss. All right, as I said, we got a big show today. We got a lot of earnings to discuss. Don't forget, we have a jobs number at 8.30. Dennis and Joel may or may not have forgotten that fact until I reminded them. So we got jobs number, we got earnings, new guest on the show today, Jeff Warshaw, actually, this is exciting. This might be our very first SPAC guest on pre-market prep. He's the CEO of Virtuoso Acquisition. They are merging or acquiring Wejo. We're talking connected cars with Jeff Warshaw at 835. Let's bring Joel on here. Joel, good morning. How are we doing? And uh, when you get a moment, get those charts up. On I will. Screen, I will. And we will start rolling here. Good morning, everyone in chat. How are you doing? Dennis is here as well. He's lurking in the background. We'll get him on in a second as well. And um, I guess we'll just start with the charts, Joel. What's up? It's uh, it's no no tangent Friday. Okay. Okay. We're going to okay. follow the script accordingly. Okay. S&Ps are up 10 handles. Uh, 73 and a quarter. That was our time closing high. Uh, we spent a little time below that at 67.50. So uh, there's your potential downside target if we do go down. On the upside, 87.50 is the high. Nothing up there because we've never been there before. Uh, crude rebounding from yesterday's shellacking. That's up 89 cents at 79.72. Gold once again flirting with 1800 up a buck 70 at 1795.20. Silver that's just down a penny 23.90. Bitcoin hanging out. It's still in the 60,000 handle. Wow, four lows in the same area. Let's keep an eye on 61K. That's up $85, 61,445. And Ethereum, that's down just a smidge. That's down $13.25. These are the futures at 45.02 and a quarter. All right, so we got a busy day. Dennis also is dealing with some sick kids, so he may mm. be in and out, but he is here, I promise. Uh, and when he comes back, we'll, we'll bring him on here. So, Joel. Oh, man, I don't even know where to start here. We can start. Let's start with what I think is the news of the day, which is probably this Pfizer headline. It's got to be. It's got to be. Pfizer. Reminder that we got the uh, news, like it was it like a month ago now, from Merck. Merck has that COVID pill that they said if you take it within a couple of days of having symptoms, you could reduce your hospitalization by 50%. That was the number, 50% from Merck. 
this morning, Pfizer came out and said, yeah, we have a pill too. And our pill reduces hospitalization by 89%. Um, they did a study and of the 600 trial participants uh, who received uh, the pill um, in combination, yeah, who, who basically who received the pill within five days of symptoms of those 607 people, wow. uh, 41 of them, I'm sorry, six of them went to the hospital. Nobody died of the 607. So uh, it, it, a big a, a big number here, a big a big drug coming out today here for uh, Pfizer. They say they intend to submit for approval as soon as possible. Uh, this is a, I'm going to not butcher this. This is a protease inhibitor. It's actually a drug that was used for, for HIV treatments, as I've been reading in the last hour or so. Uh, and Pfizer, though, Joel, blasting yeah, off today. taking off. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's anti-vitamins, I guess, and HIV meds. I mean, we, yeah. we talked before about like the Tamiflu of uh of covid and uh, that's what they came up with uh the news came out good for the market good for pfizer man this thing has been volatile lately really moving uh, off earnings gave it back the last couple days i'll give you that pre-market high i think that would be a nice juicy target on the upside that comes in at 49.40 i believe was the pre-market high and that's a big move for pfizer but it's trading a lot of volume it's holding up so back near all-time highs. Actually, that all-time high is 49.60. There's got to be some paper stacked at 50, right? Because you had a high at 50.05 on August 24th. So I don't know. What's been happening with these stocks is they're getting the pops and they've had a hold, hard time holding the games. Pfizer up five bucks is uh, just an unbelievable move. History doesn't repeat itself, but it sometimes rhymes, and it rhymes big time here. We saw all of these stocks regenerate. On Moderna, Novavax get murked back at the end of September. Today they're getting Pfizered. It is the exact same headline, the exact same thing, different company. And we're seeing the exact same results that we saw after they got murked. And Regeneron down 50 points on this Pfizer news. We got Moderna down 25 points on this Pfizer news. We had Novavax, which was trading significantly higher on its earnings report from last night. Trading now, reversing everything, Joel. We were up into the 190s. We were reversing <sighs> massively. We are over 25 points off the after-hours high now, down 14 from the close. Um, this is an amazing – this is good. Obviously, these pills, good for us, good for people, good for the world, and not so good if you have other therapies for COVID or if you're making vaccines. So we're seeing the vaccine makers getting hammered, even poor BNTX, which was teamed up yeah. with Pfizer on the last one. It makes complete sense because they're not teamed up on this one. So obviously, you know, they got the vaccine, but Pfizer's doing its own thing on the drug. So BNTX getting smacked hard here, uh, down 8% on this news as well. Pfizer up 11%. The, 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 the play was to sell into this strength and Merck, and it worked. I would say the same thing. I own Pfizer in the long-term account. I would say this is a windfall, and if you're long it overnight, it's a gift, and I think you're going to struggle to get over 50. So I don't think we're going 52, 55, 60, and blasting off because we have complete precedence here. I'm actually completely talking against my book. I think I'm the only person that does it on the street. Joel does it too with Peloton, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, <laughs> Pfizer here up five is a big move for this. When we saw Merck getting that lift, it was short-lived. It eventually did come back and move, make new, new 
hires, but you can see even Merck That's getting out. hit because they have the competing drug. So moral of the story is with the drug stocks, you got to sell your peanuts while the circus is in town because these things do not stay hot. They don't seem to stay hot at all. Regeneron, I'll give myself the pat on the back. You did a good job yesterday. Because on that I one. sold my Regeneron and I obviously, you know, talked about it, you know, and two two days ago on the show saying Big I think mode. it's just come too far too fast and I'm gonna get a chance to get it back cheaper. Well, lo and behold, you're getting that chance today. Will I reload Regeneron? I, I may. I may actually reload it if we get down to the five eighty area. That's probably be a better buy than obviously, um, you know, my 630 or 640 original purchase. So sometimes, you know, when you make a bad purchase, the market gives you your money back. Sometimes you got to sell it and then reload at a lower price. So yeah. I'll pat myself on the back on Regeneron, then I'll kick myself in the ass for pen. Okay. Uh, Wait, do, do, the question though, do you do it at the same time? How, how does that work? I don't know how that works. Uh, all right. It's hard to do that. The pound on the back is to... pretty good. The kick in the ass, like kicking myself in the butt, it's not I mean, as easy. I don't know. Especially I'm just, when I'm sitting on chair. I'm just trying to figure out how that would work. I'm not quite able to do that. Anyways, this flexible. is the story of this market. It's big winners and big losers every single day. It's the market with no memory, for one thing. I mean, they loved Merck yesterday. Oh, Merck, we love Merck. Make a new high. Now we hate it. Pfizer, computer. Oh, I, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Holy, this market with no memory. And Merck down 9% on this is a buying opportunity. I'm long Merck. And okay, yesterday was a selling opportunity. Today is a buying opportunity. Just like that. Boom, eight points off Merck. Low 80s. Yes, it's got the competing drug. You know, maybe they continue to smack these things around because this is the market where the weak get weaker and the strong get stronger, at least for a few days. But I think you've got a buying opportunity in Merck and Regeneron here. Um, I probably will reload my Regeneron at some point in time. Am I going to try to catch the falling knife, which is exactly what you're doing when the stocks are in free fall here in the pre-market? Um, I've been hurt a lot of times like that. Sometimes I still do it because I can't help myself. But the, the play is probably let the dust settle and then wait till it stops going down. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like the 580, I see, you know, there's a low. That's where it really, I mean, it, it had momentum going, and then it got over that 580 and blasted and filled the gap. So it uh, gave it back. We'll see 580. Let's see, let the dust settle on this one. Uh, you know, who knows if they pull out something that's 95%, you know, efficient. So be but overall, coming. good news. There's another one coming next week, Joel, probably. Yeah, yeah. So yep. when you get the, the well, windfall here on Pfizer, I mean, Joel, let's just talk Pfizer for a second here. How many times does Pfizer go up 11% on a drug? Pfizer has new drugs. This is a, this isn't a small little company. This is one of the a biggest drug company. makers in the world. Yep. Pfizer gets a positive trial on a drug if it's not. And obviously, in some cases, you know, not Pfizer, but you know, Alzheimer's or something. But on normal drugs, they pop like one percent, two percent, eleven percent. Come on, this yeah. is circus. Is like the the elephants are you know sticking the balls in the air here. You know, like and they got their back, their 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 what do you call them? Their legs on the back of the other ones, and they're they're twirling the ball around. I, I, I mean, almost want to sell my long term Pfizer just to rebuy it, but the problem is I don't want to pay the tax. I'm in from thirteen dollars, and I don't want to realize a huge capital gain. But you know, maybe the idea would be to you know buy some puts, or, or maybe it, I don't I don't know. Dennis, I'm just looking at Dennis, it from this can perspective, I, can but I I'm completely you, talking against my book here. Can I interest you in another, in several other companies that are also that also have protease inhibitor technology? Sure, drugs because it's sure. that's that's the underlying technology here for the drug, right? Uh, AbbVie has a protease inhibitor. Um, GlaxoSmithKline, GSK 
And they actually, if you look at this morning, I know they're all down now, but they weren't down a half hour ago. Well, Avian and GSK aren't down at all. And that's for the simple reason is that they don't have COVID trucks. Well, so. not not yet is what I'm saying. Yeah, so this could they could get Pfizer. Okay. So Pfizer has the potential, is what you're saying, to get Glaxo'd like in a few weeks. If, yeah, if, if, if Merck just got Pfizer, then Pfizer There's going to be less. a trend here. Yeah. And the, and the moves are going to be less. They won't keep slamming them. I, I think the move is overdone on... So I'm going to say this. I think the moves are overdone on all of these stocks today. Okay. Okay. All of them. All right. I think the Pfizer shouldn't be up this much. I think the Merck shouldn't be down this much. I think the Regeneron shouldn't be down this much. We already hit all this stuff on it. Now you're getting the second shot. So Moderna? Yes, I would like Poor to Moderna? And Okay, wait. Also... Uh, uh, oh wait, GSK I mentioned, Bristol Meyer was the third one. Bristol Meyer, GSK, Advi. Those are the three companies that have protease inhibitor drugs. Are they working oh, on pills? COVID pills? Do we I know don't that? know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't know Pfizer was working on a COVID pill. I don't think anyone knew. They hide this stuff. Um, no, I don't know if those companies have trials or no. I don't know. I'm just saying they have the okay. same technology that the Pfizer drug. They have drugs that are approved that that do kind of the same thing as what the you know uh the underlying thing as as what the Pfizer drug does so uh very interesting it's the market of wicked moves this is the market of wicked individual moves the spy they're like oh it just grinds higher kind of boring it's under you lift up you know and look under the hood there is wicked moves all over the place every single day today in the drug sector wicked moves all over the place you can look. There's a company that's going to report. It's going to be up 20%. There'll be another company. Well, I can't buy them all because Spy doesn't want to go anywhere. So they got to sell something else off 20%. Yesterday's victim was Pal- a pen. Today's victim is going to be Peloton. So, I mean, this market is just the market of wicked moves right now. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Yeah. We can go to that Peloton here. And uh, this was a tough one. So remember that they, they had previously lowered their guidance and lowered their pricing back in August. Yeah, as a tell. And, well, in hindsight, 2020, yes, it was a tail. So here's what the numbers were from Peloton yesterday. The uh, Q1 earnings per share, they lost $1.25 per share. Street was looking for a loss of buck seven, so they missed more than expected. Sales, $805 versus $810 million. Small bits, but that's not what we care about. We care more about the forward-looking stuff. The guidance, the Q2 sales guidance came in below estimates. The fiscal year sales guidance came in below estimates. Uh, in terms of subscriber growth, this was the first time, the first quarter that their subscriber growth did not grow at least 10%, um, I, I think maybe ever. Uh, their subscriber growth had previously increased uh, twenty at least 20% every single quarter for the last, like, I don't know, like eight quarters. And their subscriber growth only increased 10% in the most recent quarter. Um they did say that they are well positioned for the holiday season. They have a lot of inventory. Maybe that's because they're not selling anything. Um, but yes, it was a it was a really tough report for, for Peloton. This is this is gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. I mean, you gotta start asking your question now to Peloton, and I can ask it to Joel and we could ask you who could then ask it to Lisa. I mean, is this have the possibility to give back the entire COVID run? I've changed my rating on the stock. Okay. It's to SMTC. <laughs> what is that? Shaking my... No. Send me the certificates. Send me the certificates. You think yeah. it's going to zero? 
Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Somebody gosh. said that on CNBC. It was Grosso that said that last night on CNBC. I, I, I don't think that is the case. I, I don't. I, you I'm, still I'm, own it, right? Joel? Yeah, still, still own it. I've, 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 I've tried so many times yeah. to to do this, and he's not allowed. You know, his, it's his wife's talk. It's yeah, so she could take the credit for some of the good ones, and she could take some of the credit for the bad ones. I, I. We've we've talked about it a, a half dozen times. It's not a it's not a big position. It's a it's a much well, smaller position now. today. It's a much <laughs> smaller, smaller now. today. I think I'm still up on it. I don't want to look, but uh, yeah. What can I say? I mean, it's it, it's it's done. I mean, the pan if yeah. the pandemic new. You know, this news is not helping it anymore. Uh, Pre mar I'll just give you the pre market low. Pre market low is fifty six eighty. We're three bucks off that. I uh, hope it holds. And uh, if it ever gets back to fill the gap here at eighty six bucks, eighty five seventy five, maybe I'll another go around. But uh, still have take. it. Not happy with it. He, here's here's my take. We are not to say that Peloton is never going to come back. It very well could come back. But if it does, it is going to take a a long time. We're talking about a bag holders everywhere. We're here. talking about a several year. We're talking about a several year story here, right? It's harder to go up than it is to go down like this, right? Oh, I mean, infinitely, infinitely right. harder. So, socks, socks, they can come back. They do very, they do. very, very often. But it, it it's not going to be by next summer. It's not going to be by next fall. It's gonna it's gonna take a while. So just know that if you're holding the bag here. In, in, in not in, in any of these st uh, stay at home plays, right? In Zoom and yeah, in, in in I mean, in our last discussion, I, like I real I tried to go into like the valuations and PE and growth and expectations, and uh, it didn't matter. <laughs> so I want to hey. know what Joel is feeling right now. Is he feeling vindication? Because he's actually this is a funny. This is a this he's is right. a normal situation. He's right. Joel has been talking against this stock for everything. He's been trying to pitch. So if you have the backstory here is Joel and, and his wife bought Peloton back at the perfect time back in like April or May of 2020, and the stocks went up, 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 up. And he has been trying, but it's Lisa's stock on this one, I guess, and yep. which is his wife, and so she's got the final say on. It. And he's been trying to get her to sell it, trying to get her to sell it, trying to get her to sell it. And, you know, obviously she's not listening, um, which, you know, it's it's her choice. She makes a lot of good choices. Lisa's been a great trader for a long time. She's made a lot of good choices. Because we, don't, we don't sell. Well, you don't sell. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, so you're going to get caught holding the bag. And the, the thing about this one is that, uh, you know, we've got some big winners, you know, from the long term, you know, for holding it forever. Yeah, but this for was sure. one where, you know, you know, we it were kind of in a crazy stock. Yeah, it got, it got yeah, it got stupid. And like GameStop, um, she, you got her to sell GameStop at the high, which is unbelievable. Yeah, but when, I should have tried that. The circus was in town in Peloton. It was in town last, you know, January, and all of these stay-at-home plays. Stay-at-home trade is just <sighs> absolutely massacred across the board. And if I was long Zoom right now, I would be looking at this Peloton chart and saying, hmm. You know, and I know Kathy loads it up every day, but if I was Kathy, I'd be like, hmm, because you know what? There is just an epic pile of competition coming for Zoom. Can Zoom, re maybe Zoom can be the Google. Maybe they can reinvent themselves and, you know, get away and, you know, do a whole bunch of different things. But right now they're a streaming platform, which, you know, we've moved away from them because there's superior ones out there, 
yes, it's a verb. That's why I use the Google analogy because you Google it, you let's Zoom, let's Google it, which is amazing. Company has done amazing things. It's nosebleed valuations and it's a stay-at-home play. And Zoom is down $5 here on only on this Peloton, which I'm absolutely shocked at. I cannot believe yeah. they're not hammering Zoom more on this because if I was long Zoom, I would be hammering the bit. So, but down 31%, is it overdone on Peloton? I, I don't know if I can even say that because you're at this point where you still look, it's still got a $20 billion valuation. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's obviously a great company where they've done a lot of great things, but you know, when you're comparing valuations across the board and we did this exercise, you know, and, and it's not, let's, let's be honest, it's not planet fitness, you know, planet fitness is killing it now. That pair of the opposite way would have been really good, but planet fitness market cap is $7 billion. Would you rather own Planet Fitness or Peloton? Because right now you're paying almost three times as much for Peloton that you are as than you are as Planet Fitness. So I don't know. Like I don't know if everybody's staying at home and riding their Pelotons anymore. So I I, I can't even justify the valuation here at fifty million dollars. It's tough. I know. So I, I'd like to say, oh, it's cheap, but it's not cheap. And if the earnings actually start going down. Then there's major problems here. So you got a seven billion, one of the biggest gyms across the U.S., if not the biggest, with a seven billion dollar market cap, and they got the stay-at-home bike maker with a twenty billion dollar market cap still, or nineteen. It's still expensive. So well, you know what you're gonna have now. You know what you're gonna have now too. And I, I won't be able to get, convince her to sell on this. Now that all these uh, all these analysts are gonna come out. Uh, what do we have? We had oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they They're lowered. Buys, uh, they yeah, maintain their buy, maintain their outperform, right? Oh, they did that today, but they lowered their price target. Okay, well, thank you, thank you for lowering the price target. Four downgrades today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Let's and there's... all these analysts. Okay, thank you so much. Exane, Truist, Stiefel, and Telsey. Yes. All downgrading the stock today after it's down thirty percent. Thank, thank you, you so much for that. The price target going from one thirty to sixty eight. 120 to 71. We better lower our price targets because they don't look very good there. So, you know, we'll just do this here and then and we won't look as bad. You know what the perfect selling opportunity was? And I can I can almost remember the date on the chart. Oh, right here. Dennis, you called the rally in this one. Uh, Which one? I could nail the date. Was uh, uh, September 9th. Someone came out. I know I can go into pro here and find it on uh, – on uh, it was the third. Now wasn't um, I remember there was someone What's came that? out. Peloton. I'm Peloton. They came out and they no. and you said, "Oh, I think." Oh, when they decided to sell clothes. When did, yeah, what I was that? It, it was oversold at that point. It had a wicked. Little it rally. did. It, it was. That, it was September ninth, Joel. It was September ninth. Yep. And yeah. Dennis said, "I think this has got some legs." And I'm thinking, they're selling clothes now. Like, what the hell are they doing? They're yeah. diversifying in the – I mean, who wants that little and it rallied on that big time It on did. That. And it I was like, oh. Off that. That was I know. A gift. I know. Well, it's after the fact, Jack. I own it. Send me the certificates. SMTC. <laughs> You're That's... right, though. What's more important, to make money or to be right, Joel? <laughs> uh, wait, I don't do, know. Do, you, do you want to see all the down, all the, the uh, look at Pfizer? You want to see the, 60, you, holy these are the analysts this morning. Huge on Pfizer. The, the, these are the analysts this morning in, in Peloton here. Here, so you thank see you 11, very much. You, you see eleven five right there at the top, right? All the, the the top eight here, all from this morning. So tough job. What a tough job, man. You, have to do <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you know, going in to report. Oh my lord. I mean, and there's probably some more to do it too. 
right? Yes. Anyways, but uh, yes. Okay. Um, can you, you we can we move though? on? Can we? Okay. Can, yeah. Can we, we move, can move on? Well, let's talk pen just in here because we're gonna have jobs number five minutes, but I, and obviously we have some time before that next thing. I'm following the schedule here. Um, <laughs> the agenda. Okay. Uh, so as much as you got Peloton today, Joel, I got penned yesterday, <laughs> and I didn't get penned. I got Portnoyed. So I've talked about my pen position. I just bought it back like a couple of weeks ago because I wanted to own the stock back. And what a mistake. And, you know, I, maybe I should have waited till after the earnings report. You can say, oh, the earnings were disappointing, and they were. It would not have got hammered like this. This was the business insider piece on Portnoy. And if you're not following the story, that they accused him of, what, what were they accusing? Like, obviously, sex, you know, rough it sex, was, basically. It, yes, it, it was... Uh... It was going too far in in sexual encounters. Is 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 the gist of it, basically. Uh, and I and I I did read the piece. I read most of it, and you know I'm not going to comment on Portnoy on who's right, who's wrong. He said, she said. I watched Portnoy's rebuttal to it as well. Um, I'll just say, I, I, you know, when I bought Pen Gaming, the reason I chose Pen Gaming over DraftKings was Portnoy. Because of Portnoy. Yep. Portnoy. And I'm a fan of Portnoy. I've, I've been a fan of Portnoy. You know that publicly on the show for a long time. Um, I was betting on Dave Portnoy. I lost that bet yesterday. So there's a reason it's down that much, and it's because his image really got hurt. You know, whether he did it or not, I don't know. You know, I can't, we can't comment on that. And, yeah, you know, I, 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 I tend to think that maybe this is just exaggerated. Maybe he didn't. But I don't know. I don't know Dave Portnoy on a personal level. So I don't know. There was a lot of accusations in there. And, you know, obviously, you know, the, the girl saying stop, and I guess he didn't stop or whatever. So there's some accusations there. They hit, when this news kind of hits, they, they they hit the bid first and they ask questions later. You know, so what, I, hope, I hope it comes out. And I, you know, I, and I, I like Dave Portnoy, like, as, you know, just, you know, I'm, I'm like watch him on Barstool Sports. I think he's funny. I think he's humorous. I think he's built a great business. I hope it's not true, but I don't know, and I can't comment on that. But I'll say that this wasn't bad earnings. This was this was because of Fortnite that it was down so much. Well, it's it 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 just it and this is the last thing. I mean, the timing of all this stuff and everything. Um, you know, it's just. They've been working on this for a long time, and they, it eight comes months, out. They and, were, yeah, the, eight months are working on it, and they come out in a day they miss on earnings. I mean, well, that's why I wondered if they had the story yeah. and actually released it because the stock was down. Like now, we can really hammer it. I don't yep. know if that's the case, but it's interesting timing. It was the day the pen was already down on earnings, and then they come out with a you know with the, the piece on Dave Portnoy, and then it really got hammered. The, 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 the timing is the timing is interesting. One of the three of us here has been tepid. I did I did have pen for just a small trade on a technical thing and I got in and I got out yeah. but someone one of the three of us has been a little cautious on these on these gambling stocks yeah, you know? yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure who it is I'm not sure who it is cautious on pen cautious on DraftKings this is a good call and I, I'm getting head hard on it today I haven't figured out if I want to sell into this bounce and just eat the loss because I bet on Dave so here's when you're entering it for an investment and this was put in the long term account you have your thesis. And if your thesis plays out and you're right, you'll make money. If your thesis doesn't play out, you're, you'll not make money. In this case, I said to myself, I'm betting on Dave Portnoy. I couldn't have lost that bet worse with this business insider piece yesterday. So I don't know like where it goes from here. So this is like new territory for new me. New information. Like, does, does, yeah, does, 
Does Portnoy rebound from this? Does Barstool Sports rebound from this? Or does it lose subscribers? Is there there's going to be a certain portion of the population that's like, I don't like that guy now at all. And he's right. He was saying, people don't like Dave Portnoy already. I mean, because he's very outspoken. I, I, I like him because I like sports. I like the way he talks about stuff. You know, that he's very blunt. He says what he thinks. Um, you know, I, I, he makes me laugh on the pizza stuff and that, you know, we, there's no secret that we've been Portnoy fans just, but on this part of it, I didn't know anything about this stuff. So this is all new information. His image is tarnished. There's no doubt about it. Can he rebuild that image or is there, you know, does this story build from here? I don't know the answers to the questions and that's why I don't know if I should sell the stock or not. So I can eat the loss. I'll be down. 14 points i think on it because it's trading up a little bit here this morning which is just an epic loss for it but i, I don't know what to do here what i, I honestly said, i don't what, know what, what i to said do. yesterday afternoon as well is this is the risk that you take when you buy into a company because they have because of the figurehead at the top whether it's elon musk and tesla true it's dave portnoy at barstool and, and penn true whether it's papa john at papa john's or steve Wynn at win resort oh yeah right yep. when when the company has a ceo in this case, is not a CEO, but someone at the top who is more than that, right? He is more than just his job title. He's the figurehead, or yeah. she. Okay, it could be here, she. Uh, more than 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 their job title. This is the risk that you take. That's it. Yep, it's true. And I said on this show, I'm betting on Dave Portnoy. Dennis, go wide here. Dennis, Dennis, eight thirty. Dennis. Oh my gosh. He's got he's he's got fifty seconds. He's got time. All oh, right. he's got I'm fifty seconds. He's okay. got 50 seconds. Yeah. He's got time. But we are gonna All right. We got the one here. minute up. We never go to the one minute chart, but you have right. to go to the one minute chart. We got October jobs report imminent. Uh-huh. Uh, pre-market high, 87.50. Nothing in there, folks. I can't give you resistance when there's absolutely no resistance in the market at all. So maybe a psychological level like 4,700. Maybe that's 14, 15 handles away on the downside. Mid range is right at like 77 and a half. So if they don't like the number, <clears throat> they try and press it. We'll see what happens at 77 and a half. But uh, that's the way it's looking here going into the jobs report. It's eminent. Spencer, you got any previews? I do have some numbers. We're looking for <laughs> 425,000 jobs added last month for your non-farm payrolls. We're looking for... 10 seconds. Unemployment Nine. of 4.7%. That would be a slight decline from the 4.8% from uh, from September. Let's go here. Three, two, and one. It is 830. Where's our number? 531,000 jobs added last month versus at 425,000 estimates. So a big beat. When's the last time we were able to say that? Way more jobs added last month than what the economy. Very orderly here. Uh, Very, very, very very orderly. Very Very, orderly markets. Yep. Uh, no, I mean, whoever hit it just down to 8350, uh, they hit it quick. We just made a new high at 88. Uh, we basically, this is a nothing burger folks. This market was at 85 right before this started. Right. Let me look at uh, where we were at 830. We ended the 830 bar at 85 and we are currently trading 8575. So the market is digesting this information. There was no, there's been no knee-jerk reaction to the downside as of yet but we're still early 
Uh, 85. I mean, I don't even know if stocks are, I mean, Dennis could be back pretty soon. I don't even know if stocks are moving off this number. Um, any revisions, uh, Spencer? Oh, that's a good question. I, I didn't quite get there yet. I'm still working through, um, putting this number in, into context here. Okay. So the unemployment, uh, just, I don't know if I said that yet. The unemployment was 4.6%. Nice. That was below the 4.7% estimate and below the 4.8% number from the prior month. So unemployment continuing to go down. You like to see that. More dramas being added. You love to see that. Let's keep going on to this number, see what else we can find. Um, it looks like it looks like most numbers. Yeah, very nice revision. There we go. So the the uh, prior the uh, non-farm payrolls figure for the month of September was revised higher. Okay. Remember we had that big miss. It was 194 thousand jobs that was revised higher to 312 so look this this is it's a very hard job to to get it's basically just gigantic surveys right and sometimes they're they're way off the first time around so so the september number not as bad actually you know what frankly every month for the last seems like every month gets revised higher um down the line but big revision from september big beat for october you'll love to see that and uh, hey, what a surprise! We're back and still at all-time highs. So uh, very nice non-farm jobs. Uh, Pressing, uh, yep. We just made a new nice. high, eighty-eight and a quarter, eighty-eight and a half. So there was uh, pretty much a nothing street- burger, though. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep, you could tell. Average could tell. hourly earnings in line with the yes, with their increase 0.4 percent month over month, and about five percent, well, 4.9 percent year over year. Labor force participation rate 61.7 percent, essentially in line, in line there. Um, huh. All right. Nothing very exciting. Good number. Good number. But, but Joel's right. This was a nothing burger here. I mean, we moved up four points on it, so. I think we yep. care about the inflation numbers more than the jobs numbers. Too, I think now. maybe you're right. I think so. So when you get the CPI number, it used to always just be jobs, jobs, jobs. That's all they cared about. Now it's inflation. The market just cares about the inflation numbers. And they'll find, you know, okay, well, this gives a little indicators here, but they're not really moving much off it at all. So jobs, now I've officially put the inflation number as more important than the jobs. And numbers. you know what? We, we, we see this in times like, like last last spring. It, the, the jobs number was not as important as the weekly um, jobless claims that yeah, was more important happy. for a time, and then it went back to being not as important anymore. And then, but yes, I, I, I I'm down with that, Dennis. Inf- CPI more important right now than the jobs number. I think so. Yeah, and I, I don't think that this is all that unexpected. Did some of the unemployment benefits run out like in September? Yeah, right? yeah, they, yeah. So you know, people uh, going back to. I mean, you still see. I mean, you drive around. I mean, it, some of the restaurants in this area are closing early. I mean, they're still looking for workers. So they are. Uh, they are. Um, they're out there. So yes. uh, good number. Good number for the market here. Off to a great start here on this Friday trading, up to forty six ninety one. Yep. So uh, yeah, barely budged. I mean, sometimes you get a little, you know, a little, you know, uh, knee jerk reaction. They knock it down a little bit, but like the. Bid. It was bid everywhere. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure what this means for inflation moving forward, but um, right. yeah, the wages are, I, I, you know, the song sure remains you, the same. I'm not sure if you saw the stat that I had up on the screen earlier, but the S&P 500 has made 64 all-time highs this year. The all-time record, by the way, is 77, set in 95. Um, we, wow. we're, we're, we're on pace to, to, to come pretty darn close, if not break that record at this rate, at the rate we're going. 
Um, it's been a pretty pretty amazing year uh, in that regard. Um, and Ryan Dietrich said says much when when he was on our show. Uh, okay, uh, our next guest will be here momentarily. In the meantime, let's do more stocks. DraftKings. Yeah, a lot to get to here. Um, what you want to do? DraftKings. DraftKings. Because yeah, we sure. talked pen and it's sure. That, that, that makes sense. Time. So the DraftKings earnings report was out this morning. Uh, they did. Yeah, I mean the stock is getting punished here. Oh. The uh, uh, they guided. Let's see. The sales came in. Uh, okay, I, I guess they guided light. Yeah, they got it. Uh, it was in line, in line with the guidance. Nothing too crazy on the numbers. <clears throat> I think we're just out of favor here. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Yep. It's just turned. Um, with that being said, you have a huge level, forty bucks. So nice support at forty dollars for DraftKings. Um, I don't own DraftKings, and I obviously wish I didn't own Penny either at this point in time. Um, you know, Kathy is likely going to be buying the dip tonight. I'll just say that. Yeah, that's how she rolls most of the time, unless she's in Zillow. Not always. Yeah, I was going to say. I know. The Zillow was the exception of the rule. But I, I tend to think that Kathy will probably load up this dip today. So think about that as well. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the dip gets bought here. I'll just say that. Uh, I'm just going to say, yeah, the 40 is sticking out on the monthly there. You can see that. But uh, And this is the same thing with Penn. I, I wrote up Penn yesterday as uh, the stock of the day. There's three monthly lows at 35 bucks. So I don't know if you're going there. That that accords, coincides uh, with Penn. I believe at the exact same time, Penn made uh, three monthly lows at 52. So if you're waiting to uh, you know, hold off on a monthly basis, uh, though your levels uh, for uh, DraftKings and Penn. S&P's charging towards 4,700 will probably be there momentarily. Wow, this market, you just cannot stop this market. <laughs> That's pretty wild, actually. I'm looking at that too, Joel. That's pretty wild. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, let's bring in our guest here. Jeff Warshaw is the CEO of Virtuoso Acquisition Corporation. That is, of course, his SPAC. They are buying a company called Weijo. We will talk about that and more. Let's get Jeff on the show. Jeff, good hey. morning. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. How you doing? We are doing fantastic on this Friday. How you doing? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, a long time, uh, long time friend of mine. Uh, Jeff, uh, first of all, just, just tell us about this company. I spoke to you yesterday. You're extremely excited about it. But uh, tell us uh, your target. And the, the vote date is November 16th, correct? That's right. So uh, out of every company that we looked at, we did not see anything that resembled the opportunity for us and our shareholders to make multiples on our investment as we, Joe. We just couldn't be more excited think it's a great team, an amazing, uh, huge uh, TAM. Uh, they have, they've, we think we've won the data set for the connected car. It's, a, it's, there's so many opportunities for this company to monetize, be it, you know, obviously traffic and mapping, but insurance and advertising and uh, vehicle diagnostics. There's just a massive market. They've signed up 18 OEMs. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just been, uh, it's been terrific. We met, we met these guys and it was love at first sight. Richard is, uh, an, you know, t- real visionary founder and CEO. And, uh, you know, it's been every, every step along the way, they've exceeded our expectations. So, so we're really excited. So talk about the, the data sets and the information that, uh, is going to be coming from these sensors on vehicles. It's not, you know, just, not just mapping and things like that. Um, right. Expand so, on that, please. Sure. So every, uh, the connected car has, uh, uh, this, uh, this essentially a, a built-in modem that can, that streams constantly, uh, data at this point from around 150 sensors has everything from speed and how many people are in the car to what's on the radio to the moisture on the tires to uh diagnostic equipment on like how the fuel pump and the battery and all those uh, many of the the pieces of uh the engine are performing and that data uh, is extremely valuable of course you know uh in this case wejo uh, has in machine learned every lane of every highway in america uh, already. Uh, but it also, you know, f- for example, uh, you know, I'm a, I've done, been in the media business for many years and Nielsen does the ratings for audio. And I looked at this and said, Nielsen give, has in, in, a, in a city like New York has 5,000 uh, people participating in the ratings. You get ratings once a week and you, um, uh, and, and you, you know, very little just age and, and sex of the, of the driver. In this case, we have, I think, Weijo has 8% of the drivers in all of New York. So it's many, many times the sample size. You're getting data in real time. So, for example, we'll know when somebody tunes out a song or tunes out a commercial or listens to a commercial and then go visits that store um, in, you know, when they visited and how many people are in the car. And the same thing with billboards. And that's only a very small percentage of the opportunity to monetize. Uh, insurance companies, it's not just UBI. It's when it, when a collision takes place within 12 centimeters, we know where the dents are. So we really can cut down on insurance fraud. Very, very valuable. Cuts down on how many towing, um, towing trips have to be paid for in storage, um, you know, for, for mapping in real time. We can see when, 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 uh, there's by, by knowing how fast the car is going, knowing the, the, uh, the moisture on the tires, and the temperature outside, they can machine learn black where black ice is, which is tremendously valuable 
to um to the municipality. So there's just so many ways this company has to monetize. Is and there then- a, a additional cost to the cars? I mean, is this something that uh you know is going to have to be passed on to the consumer? And no, no cost. Um, um, virtually all the cars that are being made now have this built in. It's literally pennies per month, and the OEM pays for it because it's that data is very valuable. When we think about things like. EVs, right? The the battery is really important. Well, this company now has the opportunity to determine to see what's going on with with the battery usage in a way that just is it hasn't been available. They're also, very helpful where they should be putting charging stations. So this does not cost the consumer. There's a, they have extremely buttoned up privacy uh, opt in. They set they are setting the standard for privacy. Um, and uh, you know, we, we Joe means we journey, and they're and their uh, kind of uh, low, motto is data for good. So uh, the, the, this will this data will not be used to, uh, for like law enforcement. It will be okay. used only for things that are helpful to the driver. And um, they have the, you know there's a, a 300 page manual that uh, agreement that has to be signed with the OEM regarding privacy um, in order for WeJo to participate. What about competing with Tesla? Isn't isn't Tesla have this market cornered? Oh, well, Tesla, yes. If you look at uh, Tesla's market cap, probably $100 billion of their market cap is attributable to their um, data play. They, Tesla's a very, we have more uh, can, EVs connected than, than uh, Tesla does So um, in, in America. So uh, yes, we think that Tesla has a big opportunity, but it's quite frankly dwarfed by the opportunity when you put in all these other OEMs. I mean, uh, essentially, the, the, these these cars are going to need to talk to each other, and BMW and, and Mercedes are not going to share information. So they need a neutral third party in the middle, particularly when autonomous comes. So these cars can talk to each other, tell each other where there's parking spots available. Um, th- there needs to be a neutral third party, and Weijo is that neutral third party sitting in the middle of that ecosystem. Jeff, I remember a few years ago. Like- a lot was made about like the battle for the dashboard because it was like the last screen that people were guaranteed to be glued to. Uh, does Weijo do anything with the dashboard at all? I'm just curious because like they, yeah, I remember reading like it's like Spotify versus Apple versus Pandora in in the battle for your dashboard. We're not a part of that battle. Okay. We know what's being played from the dash, and we okay. take that information. We do not. We're not battling. Uh, you do not need to choose between, uh, you know, Spotify or any of these. You, the, the OEM gets this data directly from the from the car and streams it uh, to our cloud. And we um, provide. You know, we anonymize it and um, homogenize it and ultimately monetize it in a way. And we share the revenue with the OEM. So they're highly incentivized for us to partner with them because we are able to do the work. And of course, the network effect is that the data becomes much more valuable when it doesn't just come from one OEM. And then just with regards to like the, the SPAC process, you, you are, you, you're the CEO of, of the SPAC. You're, you're looking for a target, right? When you're in that process, surely Weijo is not the only revolutionary company that you saw. I'm sure, I'm sure you saw a lot of cool stuff, right? So, like, what what were you looking for? Yeah, obviously, you're looking for the returns for investors, right? But, like, but in terms of a company, what, what were you looking for? 
So uh, when we when we did our SPAC, um, you know, we said we wanted a company that we thought had a great management team that had a large addressable market. Um, that had, uh, you know, proprietary, uh, you know, that was proprietary, that that, that it wasn't, um, you know, just another uh, company that said we could do things bigger, faster, stronger. So when we, we've looked at lots of companies and so one of my partners and board members is a guy named Sam Handel. Sam is a, you know, long, long, long time uh, investor, but um, him and his, about 12 years ago, I think th- him and his, um, two of his buddies from Yale uh, created a company called Data Miner. Which oh, is that, that's a good. That's a, I know them. Right. So there, he's a co-founder of Data Miner, and they essentially did this with social media. Yeah. They raised money this year at a four billion dollar, four point one billion dollar cap, and one of his early investors in Data Miner was a guy in in Germany uh, that has obviously done quite well. And he called us up and said, "We have a company that you need to look at," and that's how we found uh, Weijo. So um, we and we, you know, after we met them, we kind of zoomed to the top of the list. And, uh, you know, we, you know, Richard and I spoke the same language and we were able to make a deal with him. And let me also comment when we talk a few things. I'd like to make sure that we differentiate ourselves from some of the other SPACs that are out there. First off, uh, when when we, we did extensive diligence, P.E. style diligence on, on Weijo. And then when we made our deal and we put our pipe together, Palantir came in. And they did extensive diligence. So now you have the most sophisticated data company on the planet doing substantial diligence. They invested in the pipe. Microsoft, they had never made an investment in a SPAC before. They came in, did massive diligence, and they invested in the pipe. Um, uh, Sampo, massive uh, Japanese insurance company, they invested in the pipe. GM invested in the pipe. So these are companies that did extreme amount of diligence Alongside the diligence we did, really validating not only that this company was able to execute in real time this ma- you know amazing amount of data um, processing that needs to be done, but that they had these deals with the OEMs and that they had a real sustainable business. So I can think of a of a SPAC that has this kind of growth and is that level of validation from such smart investors. Also, we made our deal and negotiated our purchase our merger price post-bubble of the SPAC. So when you have other companies that came in and now, you know, the valuation on um, that we were able to get for our shareholders reflects the um, the, the kind of adjustment in the market. So uh, again, so we think it's a, a, a very compelling valuation. If you look at our comp set, it's tremendously undervalued. These are companies that traded 30 plus times revenue uh, we 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 expect uh, we Joe. Their projections are to to be you know three quarters of a billion dollars in 2025. So you can do the math. We think it's really undervalued. They're executing really well. Um, they have you know a unique data set that's um, long term deals with their OEMs. Great management team. What could you possibly? So, want? so Jeff, what is the timeline here for you uh, for, for the deal? The deal is on the 16th is the meeting, and we expect to close, close soon after. Okay. And, you know, we think it's a, a fantastic opportunity. We're, we couldn't be more excited. 
All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, the excitement's coming through, I can tell you that. Uh, I didn't know much, frankly, anything about Weejo before yesterday, uh, and, and now you're getting me excited for a company that I, I just learned about. So, uh, Jeff Warshaw, hey, Jeff, we appreciate you coming on the show today, really. Uh, he's the CEO of Virtuoso Acquisition Corporation, uh, ticker VOSO, acquiring Weejo Connected Cars. Uh, you know, actually, one question from the chat. I almost forgot about this. It was asked early on, right when you came on. What is your or even Weijo's position on the metaverse and their p- potential fit within that? Because it's kind of the same idea, right? Massive amounts of data. Well, I mean, this is a very specific connected car play. Okay. Um, and you know, we're taking the data. Um, you know, I think if you want to go out to the next generation, the kind of fun stuff is autonomous vehicles. You know, we, we'll reach a point like, I, you know, when next time Joel, you know, 10 years from now, Joel's going to pull up to his restaurant in Detroit. He's going to get out of the car. The car's going to drive away. It's going to uh, go pick up a quart of milk for him and, <laughs> and pay for it. It's going to talk to the other cars. It's going to find a great parking space. And when Joel's ready... He can hit a button and the car will come pick him up and take him home. And that's that what well, the that cannot happen unless you have a neutral third party sitting between the OEMs, and that's we Joe. Thanks, Jeff. That will not happen because Joel doesn't leave his house, unfortunately. But, <laughs> but Jeff, Jeff Warshaw, CEO of Virtuoso Acquisition. Uh Jeff, thank you so much for coming. Thanks very me. much. We See appreciate you. it. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Thank All right. you. Yeah. The, the excitement is coming through. It's, it's coming through the camera, I feel like coming through the screen. I dig it. I dig it. So thanks a lot uh, to Jeff for coming on today. Okay. We got 10 minutes. We got a lot to talk about still. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to talk about Pinterest or Uber or Square or Airbnb? Someone. There's tell, so many earnings. Tell me it's, something. I'm, I can't wait. I'm actually exhausted from these last two and a half weeks of earnings. It's been There's a lot, been so yeah. many and the moves are so wicked. And it's like, okay, well, I'm making big on this one, but I'm losing big on this one. Like somebody was sending me a congratulations text on your Qualcomm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine and dandy. But what about Penn? I lost what, everything I made in Qualcomm. I lost more in Penn. So, I mean, this earnings season, I got Lockheed Martin on the one. But then, you know, I own another one. It's like I got a stock going up 20% down 20% every day in this long-term portfolio. I guess that's what happens when you own all these stocks. But yeah. it has been a Don't look, ride. Dennis. Don't look. Well, you try not to look. But then you do look and you're like, uh, and then, you know, I'm looking at the ones that are losing maybe not the ones that are winning i don't know the bottom line doesn't seem to go that like change that much when you own that many stocks i guess you're just the s p but i mean individual stock performance obviously pen gaming i'm like yesterday just shaking my head uh let's just do airbnb here uh they just had their best quarter on record uh their eps beat a buck 22 versus a 75 cent estimate wow. uh their sales to call it two and a quarter billion versus 2.04 billion dollars they gave revenue guidance uh for this current quarter that was uh, in line uh best quarter ever for the company uh, not surprised on this one. Uh, 193.40, you hit your six bucks off that. Uh, a little resistance in 190, but see if you can take out that pre market high. Just the fact that you're, you're six bucks off it makes you think there might be some uh, sellers out there. A lot of people sitting on profits from the last two days because you were in the lower uh, 170 handle. Just a quick update on Pfizer. Uh, I mean, it's Certainly. getting over 49, but people are going whack. Whack, whacking those bids. Yeah, so. there's some long-term holders in there saying 10% on this overnight. Thank you very much. I take the money and run. 
I don't know. Part of me wants to take the money and run, too. Hey, hey Dennis, I got Joel's thoughts. I would love to get your thoughts, though, on NVIDIA from yesterday. Oh, it's just these wicked moves. It's exactly poster child of this market right now. You mentioned the metaverse. Oh, the metaverse. So, and that was an analyst that mentioned it. Wasn't Wells? Who was it? Yeah, it was Wells. This. It was Wells. Wells, and they put up the metaverse. Yeah, 320 play. price target. They didn't mean today or oh, yesterday. Apparently, they tried to go straight there. I mean, oh, yeah, we think in the, these are 52-week price targets. Oh, no, but people, investors get confused. They think that's a price target today, and they try to take it there. <laughs> I mean, metaverse is just the new buzzword. Like Mitch was saying, you know, you had blockchain, you had, you know, COVID, you know, and then now you've got the metaverse. Everything is, you know, we, it was crypto for a while. Now it's the metaverse. You mentioned the metaverse. You know, the algos are all over it. They're, they, they're programmed in. Something says metaverse, and they're buying it. So... I mean, it was an absolutely ridiculous move. The, the stock has just moved ridiculously. I mean, I'm not going to short a rocket ship. I'll tell you that much. I actually was long it overnight because I figured it would just gap up again, and it did. Um, I've already sold it. Um, it's unbelievable the moves that you're seeing on individual stocks and, you know, really off, really nothing fundamental. Just a mention from an Momentum. analyst. Metaverse. It's, it's, yeah, totally. but, and that, that's, but that's nothing to do with the company. It's an opinion from an analyst. And, yeah. you know, are they going to be a big thing in the metaverse? Sure. Is this just suddenly been, you know, enlightened? Well, as far as just enlightened the whole entire world to this, this is a metaverse play? <laughs> I mean, sure. no, but the market, it's trading it like that. Oh, we didn't think of NVIDIA as a metaverse play. What are you talking about? You know, obviously, it's a metaverse play. So mm. I don't know why yesterday they decided to buy it up 12% on and continuing to move up here. AMD benefiting from this. And sure did. Know, obviously they're looking at Intel and Intel is just the last, you know, we don't wow. care about that one anymore. That's a value stock. We don't like P stocks of eight. We like P stocks of 80. So we're 1999 all over again here on a lot of stocks. How does it all end? I have no idea. I'm not chasing NVIDIA up here, but I tell you, if you're in it, I don't know any reason to sell it right now. It's making new all time highs. Hey, we got five minutes left. Let's get some more likes if we can, and we'll do some more tickers in the next couple of minutes. Let, let's give a little bit of love to Uber. Uber said on their call last night that they that they just had the best month in the history of their company. Uber's numbers are pretty good. Uh, profitable for the first time. Uh, revenue, EPS beat the estimate. Revenue beat the estimate. And, uh, hey, yeah, reopening trade, right, guys? Uh, uh, yeah, well, what about the metaverse, though? This has nothing to do with the metaverse, so... I'm, it's not that exciting. The new thing is Metaverse. So I'm not excited about Uber. Um, the report, whatever. And it's in stocks in the middle of nowhere. I'll just say whatever on Uber. I'm, it really moves around. I mean, this it thing is... Around. Yeah, it tops sure. around a lot. Really no... Uh, but, I mean, if you go off the monthly here, maybe it got a little overdone when it got near 65. Maybe a little, you know, oversold when it got here down to 40. Right? And now it's on the rebound. Uh, Pre-market high. We'll see if that comes into play today at 47. Uh, The monthlies are, you know, if you want to hold out, the monthlies are not giving you anything until uh, closer to 49 on the upper 48 handle. Sure doesn't feel like we're going to get there today, though. All right, we can look at Square too. I'm looking at actually earnings. Look at Whoa, look at the chart the last few minutes. Look at there. what it just I, I know did. I saw that. I know they had earnings, but I, I didn't know. really look what it just did. Yeah, look what it just did. The earnings was out last night. EPS, whatever, missed by two cents, but more or less in line. I mean, it's sales uh, up right year now. over year. Uh, it's the same thing as Robinhood, right? They they saw a slowdown in Bitcoin related in Bitcoin transaction revenue. Same thing, but what the heck just happened? I, they must have said something in the conference. This was down fifteen dollars. 
Uh, you know, just, just, Groupon, just like, wait, wait, wait. Groupon had a thing this morning where they they said that they're going to allow local merchants to create campaigns from the square. That's not it. That's not it. Something maybe is the call right now. It's got to be right now. They must be saying something on the call because this just and obviously this is a problem doing the live show news desk. Gallup Brent, what's going on? I'm yelling. I'm yelling because there, there's obvious news here. I mean, the stock literally 10 minutes ago was 236 down 10 bucks. Now it's up five bucks. They just had a 15 point rally in square. The good ones get bought though on the weakness. So obviously loved stock. It's getting bought here right now. After to yeah. find out what just happened to Wow. After hours high, we did hit 54.26. And then you saw the, the beat down, the 20 point uh, beat down there. So anyone that bought it up there is thinking, wow, 252, 253, that's not too bad. But see if you could take out that pre market high, 54.26. Uh, uh, just let me see if I see anything in the dailies. Uh, just on the dailies, if you, know, if you do go through that 54 and change, Keep an eye on 55.40. That splits a couple highs from the beginning of the month, 55.54 and 55.22. Yeah, the conference call was last night on Square, so it ain't that. Something, somebody has said something somewhere. You don't usually see a 15-point <laughs> rally on no news just after, you know, eight hours you know, or eight trading hours after the company's no, reported. So that, somebody has said something somewhere. They hit That's the Zoom, weird. Dennis. They finally hit the Zoom there. Did they start hitting the Zoom? Yeah down yep. another eight i'm yeah, shocked yeah. that it was holding up that well that was low-hanging fruit there yeah i don't know if i want to look at Peloton okay um oh hey i don't know if you guys saw this i want to mention it kroger guys we have bitcoin no joel that's what we thought no what, what are you talking about we kroger have it we, it happened again we have another fake bitcoin press release remember remember when walmart really remember yes remember when walmart said they're taking um white coin do you remember that what what is the what did they release? Go ahead, tell them the story. This, remember a few months ago, Walmart there was a press release. Walmart's taking accepting Litecoin. That was fake, but it was a, it was a it was on the newswires as a PR. Yeah. It happened again this morning with Kroger. This it was on their investor relations page. A press release. Kroger will begin accepting Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Cash, which is a a fork from Bitcoin. It was on the IR page, but it was it was not real. Murphy, Murphy. There, there is so much manipulation. Like, what market. is going on? There is so Crazy. like they got so they got that on. That was an actual press release. They actually got that on. They got it on their page. We got it on their page. Um, but but they they've already come out. Wow. There's so real. many hacks and so much you know manipulation of this market trying to manipulate the market. I mean, obviously you got to go look if you're a regulator at you know who's you know, made big purchases of this over the line. It's a hard thing probably to track and figure. So hey, can I read you a statement? Can I, I'll, let me read you a statement that, that they sent to Benzinga. This is from Kroger Pre, Kroger PR. This morning, a press release was fraudulently fraudulently issued, claiming to be the Kroger company that falsely stated the organization will begin to accept Bitcoin Cash. This communication was fraudulent and is unfounded and should be disregarded. But it was on their IR page, which I don't even understand. Holy, pretty cow. good hackers there. Yeah. Wow. They hacked. They put that on there. To try it. And what did the stock do on it? It popped. It popped. Why Before. why would you pick on Kroger on this? <laughs> like whoever's doing the hack didn't do pick the right company. Like why pick on Kroger, a stock that has struggled to move? Like it's like it's not a big mover. Because so, they probably got in there. You know, they were able to, were able to get in there. Yeah, they ended up to crack know. the code. But uh risk reward on yeah. that. Hackers. I don't know. 
All right, I'm going to hop off. This world uh, is just tough, man. Like, <laughs> I, And I know like, we love the metaverse and we love all this virtual reality, both the hacking and all this. I, I'm, I don't know if we're made for this new world, Joel. You know, with the, <laughs> Everything's going to be in the metaverse. I guess we don't exactly. have to worry about... You know, really, if you think about it, you're going to go live in your happy world in the metaverse. I guess, you know, you don't have to worry about your real world. So maybe this is the metaverse is the escape from your own depressing life. Is that what it is? I, I, is, that, I is that what it is? That's the, future. Is, yeah. That's the future. Is this what it is? <laughs> Just to escape from your own depressing life? I actually like my life. I don't yeah. want to escape. So well, you don't want to. You're anti-metaverse. Yeah, I love it. All right, yeah, I'm gonna so hop that's off. Why we don't like the metaverse? We don't want to escape from our our own lives. That you say that now, but the, you haven't seen the metaverse yet. It's gonna the be metaverse awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> I got uh, Sean Udall is gonna join me today. Awesome. Uh, yep, Sean's gonna be talking some hot stocks, the semis, uh, what he likes and what he doesn't like. So we'll check in with you guys later on. Everyone have a great trading. All right. Day. Uh, I just want to say, guys, hey, every day we got like between four and eight thousand people watching this show um if we could get some more likes i, I like think, the show I'm i think we should get some more. i will say i was a 290th like today oh just you uh just now that was okay yeah, yeah if, I, I mean there's no reason that. we shouldn't be at 500 600 700 a thousand likes every day right so if you could be so kind take a second out of your life hit the like button we really would it, it, i mean we, we put the show on for free the likes help us with the youtube algorithm why i don't know it's just the way it works the more likes YouTube sees, the more it's going to you know, boost, boost the video in search. That's, I don't know why it happens, but that's just the way it is. So uh, thank you for the 85 people, 100 people now that just hit the like. We appreciate that. Um, please remember, all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Thanks to our guest today. Hey, look, our very first SPAC guest on the show, Jeff Warshaw. Fun. We appreciate him. And it's gonna be hey, it's a Friday. It's a it's sort of like the the last hurrah of like the main heavy part of the earnings season. There's still gonna be earnings next week. Um, but this was definitely the peak. It is basically all downhill now in terms of earnings flow for the rest of the, the rest of the month here. Um and yeah, so coming up next, live training with Benzinga. Dennis, have a great rest of your day, man. I I know. You're not as down as you think you are. You think you're down more, a lot, but you're probably not. I, so. It's the pen gaming that's got me bummed out today. I mean, I, I maybe I just got a look and, you know, obviously I'll have some companies that are probably going up. But that pen move yesterday, I was just shaking my head. I was like, I bought back two weeks ago, like a week and a half ago. I was like, my timing couldn't have been worse. I was out of it. I was out safe. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I sold the thing like $82, $83. I was like, I want to rebuy because I don't want to miss the boat. I think you know, I believe in Dave Portnoy. And then there's an attack on Portnoy. And I'm like, holy, that's bad timing on my part. But, um, you know, I feel bad. Like, I, if, like the whole Portnoy thing, like if he really didn't do it, I feel really bad for him. But maybe, maybe he did. I don't know. I can't say yes or no, I guess. I don't know what, who he said, she said the thing. But I watched the thing, like the response. I kind of believe him. So, um, TBD on the on the, this could end up being like yesterday was the worst of it, but Maybe. this could also end up being just the beginning. Well, the we stock's have... rebounding a bit this morning here. I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do in this situation. I'm not often involved in or, or own a stock where one of the major figure pieces is now involved in a sex scam. You know what? I'm going to call it now. Dave Portnoy is going to launch a SPAC. That's good. That's, it's going to happen. I, I, I hope Dave Portnoy, if uh, I hope he t- can turn it around. I hope Barstool can turn around. I hope Penn can turn around, not only for my own portfolio, but 
because I kind of like I, I, the guy makes me laugh. So I don't. I hope he didn't do it. I'll just say that. I hope he didn't do it. All right. Dennis, have a great rest of your day, man. Talk to you later. Live training with Benzinga going live as soon as we're done here. Ryan, Zunaid, Mitch, maybe I'll pop in for a few just to say hi. Uh, coming up next, this video will end and redirect straight to that. So stay tuned for that. Everyone, thanks for watching, and uh, see you over there on our next show. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.